Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you're listening to 5-Minute Folklore with me, Bob Shoy. For those of you that were unaware, I'm incredibly proud to say that 5-Minute Folklore has been nominated in the Best Fiction Podcast category for this year's British Podcast Awards, which feels like a huge achievement for a project which I've worked on almost entirely alone. So I want to say thanks to all of you for your support. I'll be attending the ceremony in London very soon and wanted to get an episode out before that, so this one may be a little shorter in length than usual. For this episode, I decided to take a look at some more African-based folklore, and these stories originated in and around the rainforests of the Congo, from Nkundo folklore. So here's today's five-minute folklore about the small, grass-covered trolls known as the Aloko. Long ago, a young couple built a home within the forests of the Congo. They had heard of the dangers, but did not entirely believe them, and the husband thought the location would be perfect for hunting. They built a fence around their home, and felt it was quite secure. Once they had settled in, the husband headed out to hunt game, and told his wife, Remember what we were told? The creatures that dwell within this forest can smell the flesh of women. If you hear the ringing of a small bell, you must remain still. If you stay still, you will be safe. She felt a little afraid, but smiled at her husband and nodded. Okay. He reassured her and held her close. I won't be gone long. I love you. He kissed her and left. He was not gone long when she heard the ringing sound of a tiny bell. As it grew closer, she found herself unable to resist its enchantment. She ran out of the front door and called out, I'm here! Come to me! A small creature appeared. It was the Aloko, and she was under its spell. It seemed innocent and childlike to her. I'm hungry, it said. She ushered it into the house. The Aloko sat down, and the woman fried some bananas for it to eat. 
but it refused them. No, I only want flesh. So she tried frying a piece of fish instead. The Iloko refused this as well. I only want human flesh, it said, still under the Iloko's spell and wanting to please him. The woman cut off one of her own arms and offered it to the creature. It took the arm from her and cooked it up in the pan, which was still hot from the bananas and fish. The woman watched as the Iloko ate all of the meat from her arm. Delicious, he exclaimed, and continued to gnaw on the bones for a while. He eventually left, and the woman was alone, tending to her wound in silence. Her husband returned and saw blood on the floor and chewed bones, and his wife lying on the bed, missing a limb, with a bandage wrapped around her. He dropped everything and ran to her. What happened? The Iloko. It came. I can't remember. She said weakly. Why did you not do as I said? He asked. I, I couldn't help it. Come with me. Tomorrow, we will catch it. She shook her head. I can't. The next day, the husband told his wife to be safe, be safe. and, and stay, stay in the house. the house. He left, the same as the previous day, with the appearance of going out to hunt. This time, though, he hid behind a large tree near to the home, and he waited and watched. After a while, the bell rang. He saw his wife come to the door to welcome the creature into their home. Then he saw it. The Iloko approached the house. He pulled out his hunting bow and aimed. The Iloko spoke to the woman. Today, I want your liver, it said, and lunged toward her and clawed across her stomach. The husband released the arrow. It flew through the air and struck the creature in its back. It was injured and tried to attack the woman further. But the husband dashed towards them, pulling his hunting knife out as he ran. He killed the Iloko with his knife. He took his wife back into their home and tended to her wounds. I hope you enjoyed the story. There's only one this week. But now, as usual, we're going to take a more in-depth look at the Iloko, what it possibly represents, and the variations of its stories. The name, Eloko, originates from the Mongo and Kundo language. Otherwise known as a Biloko, 
The Iloko is usually described as a dwarf or troll. Instead of hair, grass grows from its body. It's said to be covered in grass, sometimes having a full grass beard. Its clothes are made from leaves, and its eyes can glow a fiery orange or red. It has long, sharp claws, and is small, but incredibly strong for its size, and some tell that it can open its jaw extremely wide, enough to eat a whole person. Some descriptions also say that it has a more snout-like shape to its face. Ilocos have the thick, pungent smell of the deep rainforest, and live in hollowed-out trees in the darkest, densest parts of the forest of what is now known as the Democratic Republic of the Congo, formerly Zaire. They are said to be malevolent spirits of the dead, the ancestors of those native to the area, and they have a grudge against the living. These vicious and savage spirits haunt the forest and eat people. They ring magical bells which will bewitch people, casting a spell over them which is impossible to resist. Many versions will say that they target women especially, but not exclusively, and it is possible that a woman can faint from the mere sight of an aloko. The only people who are said to have survived passing through Iloko's territory are the most experienced of hunters, in the possession of strong magical abilities or objects. There are special amulets that exist that can help guard against them, and prayers to be said before entering the forests that they dwell within. They can only be defeated by the most powerful heroes or sorcerers. Some say that Iloko are servants of the death god, Elayla, which I'll come back to later. Iloko could represent the dangers of the forest when entering alone, and the consequences of not taking those dangers seriously. The stories were used to dissuade people from straying from one another, especially as a caution to husbands abandoning wives. It is also possible that the Iloko could be a representation of diseases that would slowly eat away at the victim's body, hence the relevance of the liver in many versions of the story, as in mine from the beginning of the episode where the Iloko came back for the wife's liver the next day. Not only is the liver relevant to this reading in regard to its relations to toxins in the body, but the liver was also considered to be the place in the body where the spirit resides in some native beliefs in the areas where Iloko stories were prominent. The story I told at the start of the episode is a fairly typical Iloko tale, and you can find many that are similar, with some variations, such as a version where on the first visit, the Iloko takes just one slice of flesh from the woman's arm. When her husband sees the wound bandaged up and asks her what happened, she just tells him that she has sores. The Iloko visits numerous times, 
taking just a piece of flesh each time. Eventually, the husband catches him visiting and kills the Iloko, but not before the Iloko stabs his wife in the liver, killing her. In another version, the woman cuts off her arm and the Iloko eats it, the same as in the story from earlier, but after he has eaten the arm, he demands more. So the woman puts a knife to her own throat and says, As you wish. The hunter returns home later to find his wife's bones. I mentioned earlier about a very different version of a loco, with links to a death god. I'm just going to read a short paragraph from bookofcreatures.com regarding that. Other encounters with Baloko treat them more as an enemy tribe than as forest bogies. Likinda, Itonde, and Lianya, the grandsons of the spirit of death, Ilelangonda, went to war with the Baloko and tricked them into an ambush by scattering embole fruits on the path. They slaughtered all of the Baloko this way, save for the wizard Inkankanga and his wife. Likinda caught up with them by turning himself into a baby, causing Inkankanga's wife to pick him up and care for him. Then he climbed up a tree to throw fruits down to his adopted parents, but instead he transformed himself into a fruit and allowed Inkankanga to swallow him. The terrified Iloko sorcerer killed his wife for being the cause of his impending doom, and then spending the rest of the day imploring Lakinda not to kill him. Finally, he fell into depressed acceptance and the bored Lakinda cut him up from the inside out. He returned to the village, where his story was celebrated with peals of laughter. Iloko will ferociously guard meats and rare fruits which they have hoarded within the forest. I'm not sure why, as in every version of their stories that I came across, they only ate the flesh of humans. I'm going to start wrapping up this episode now. You can get in contact, find ways to support the show, and find links to the various social media accounts on the website 5minutefolklore.com or contact me directly at 5minutefolklore at gmail.com. Ratings and reviews on iTunes are also always massively appreciated. As usual, thanks to Rick Dove and Rebecca Chapman for voices on this episode. Music this week was a mix of various traditional Congolese drums, dances and folk songs. Thanks again to all the listeners for your support, and if you're listening, thanks to the judges who chose 5 Minute Folklore to be nominated in the British Podcast Awards this year. This is just a one-off episode for now, so there'll be another break before I return more regularly for another run of episodes. So far, the main story from each episode has originated from a different country, and I would love to continue that. So when I come back, I plan on doing a run of episodes with one folklore from each continent, from countries we haven't visited yet. As always, feel free to send suggestions my way. Thanks again for listening, and now to play us out, we have the traditional Congolese children's song, Banaha. Yakusini la du banaha. Banaha. Si, 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 tolata. Yakusini
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.